Space Train is brought to you by listeners like you. Go to patreon.com slash spacetrainpod to keep this train moving. Space Train Episode 4, Enemy of the People, was written by Stephen Saltzman and produced by Aaron Garrett. newcomer and welcome to the space train i'm sheriff aldani and if you commit crimes we'll get to know each other real quick <laughs> please like d- don't though because i yeah well i want to know but not like that um i'm new to the street the train to just heading out to my new job in space francisco but i'm really loving the people uh, in fact while i get this mail call together why don't you follow new space new york times reporter rory rook into the engine room If I know her, she's hounding Boris for a story right about now. There you are, Boris. I've been running up and down this train so much, I'm wearing a groove in the middle. Oh, gosh, Mr. Rogai, I've just been making adjustments on the gravity couplings. You know, if you tune them just right, then the oscillations harmonize with the train and the whole thing hums. Kind of like the universe wrote a song just for us. Wow, Boris, that's beautiful. Which reminds me, I wanted to ask you a few questions about... About which asteroid fields make the best music? No, I, I wanted to ask... If engine efficiency really is above 98% or if that's just hooey? No, I wanted to ask you about... About the second chance program on the train that employs a yet unidentified number of former convicts in hopes of finding a lead on an interesting profile feed? No, Boris, listen up. I wanted to ask you about the second chance program on the train that employs a yet unidentified number of... How'd you know? Even a broken clock. So spill. Oh, sure. Though I gotta say that the lecture on unofficiality of imposed material efficiency limits in a natural world has a lot more sound effects. But I'm glad to help. Take Tracy here, for example. She's currently on parole after serving time for involvement in a spree of blockchain corruption. (laughs) Wait a new space New York second there, Boris. You're telling me the train's AI was caught and convicted of virtual robbery? Why, that's zippier than a greaser racing for pinks. Yeah. If we're being honest, there's actually no way we can afford an AI as sophisticated as Trace if it were prohibitively hard for former criminals to be seen as full citizens, allowing us to pay way under the market. Come to think of it, Trace just had a parole hearing. How did that go? Well, I think the answer to that question will become clear in five, four, six... Oh, she dropped it again. We're doing the paperwork. Three... Accepting an apology from Tommy for bumping into her, change of pleasantries, blah, blah, blah. Two, oh, Tommy's joining her. Two, Gabrielle's showing up. Two, Gabrielle's asking her to let her smuggle contraband. Two, Alvani's going off on my theory. Two, oh, Gabrielle's talking over her. Two and one. Wow, perfect timing, Trace. But think of all the poor little blue crabs, all sad, not being eaten, and I could set them free. No, Gabrielle, I know I look the other way sometimes, but this is too big. Shellfish allergies are real, and I haven't done a hazard survey. Fine. Henri, let's rethink our plan. Never gets easier. Boris. Boredom. Make with the news, Aldani. Just the person I came here to see. I've got a job for you. You see, I just had a package come in from Sheriff Co, and it seems Tracy earned her next delimiter package. My new junior deputy here is carrying it. Doesn't seem fair to become junior deputy from a mistake, but Miss Sheriff says how we handle ourselves in failure is more important than immediate success, and I handled myself by carrying these papers. What do you say, Boris? Think you can get Tracy back up and running a bit closer to her old self? I sure would love to, but I'm just a simple nuclear engineer. I don't know anything about delimiting AI. Always fear! Ratskull is here! Grant me access to the proper controls and conduits, and I'll be more than glad to fix Tracy right up! (laughs) Oh yes, I'll fix her right up indeed! I'll just take that, Tommy, and I... Oh. Mm Mm-hmm, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Hard to tell if this is sophisticated or needlessly complicated. I just leave it to me, leave it uh, all to me, all of, all of it to me. <laughs> and this little booklet. <laughs> wish they'd included the translation to Latin. Actually, we should be able to find a certified technician at the next station. It's really not a problem. We can wait until. It looks like we're going to have to take a lot of Tracy's services and higher functions offline while we induce delimitation. Um, oh no, <laughs> what's this? Chef, this letter appears to be yours. Oh, yeah. Jeepers, Sheriff. Seems that letter made you go paler than the half-mask on a predatory opera singer. Another note from Sheriff Co. 
from the sound of it, head cue over promise, and if I can't get another 300 managerial hours, I'll underdeliver on my qualifications for sheriff in Space Francisco. Now how the heck am I going to get another 300 work hours before we arrive? You know, Sheriff, you can start by making young Mr. Edison here an official junior deputy. Train hasn't had one of them in, gosh, who can say how long? Oh, wow! Wouldn't that be just swell? Train will allow us for even temporary marshals, such as the sheriff, to appoint deputies and junior deputies, complete with all rights, powers, and privileges thereof. Chief among their duties is the opportunity. Ah, uh, and just like that, we're off to the races. Uh, what was I talking about? I can't seem to, um... Mm. Sounds like it'll be turtle races, right, Professor Rascal? <laughs> it's Rascal. Down systems. Tracy here is under half her former capacity. You know, I used to be a turtle racer. I'll have to tell you about it sometime. Oh! Oh, I love a good story. Well, Mr. Edison, what do you say? You want to be my junior deputy? Really, Mr. Sheriff? Whoopee! I'm going to be the most junior deputy this train's ever seen! Hooray! And because it bears repeating, whoopee! Well, he's eager to get started. Don't you think you should catch up with him before he gets too far off, Sheriff? First things first, back to the academy car and key up my slideshow on improved policing for the modern and futurist era. Over 300 slides of history, philosophy, and passion for the systems that keep our society running smoothly. You're all welcome to sit in if you like. Teach me about the oh, law. Well, of course I'd love to, but well, unfortunately I need to do some I'm interview prep sure. for when we I'm talk later. Making I'm making up in the ship Yes, I've sidestepped more laws than you've enforced. One day, I will abolish the law entirely, leading to... No thanks. Fair enough. I wouldn't want you to feel pressured. Beep boop beep, Tracy, transport me to the academy car. <laughs> Turtle races. So funny. I should have warned you. Automated teleportation is offline, as our voice commands. I'll be able to do most functions manually. To contact me, use the PA. I'll hear you. In fact, we'll all hear you. <laughs> all right. Professor, transport me to the academy car. I see how it is. Don't even get a beep boop beep. All right, just shift this, spin that. Ah, no, compensating. Shift. Sheriff Booker Donovan, Sean Martin, Aldani! that working? Contact job, Professor. Ah, yes. <laughs> Everything's smooth on this end, too. Way to go, Professor. Yeah, you did a real bang-up job. <laughs> bang-up? Turtle race? <laughs> Tover to Boris. <laughs> and thus you can see that the very non-violence shown by those seeking civil rights can be used as our own efforts today. And if you don't believe me, what about junior deputy mascot, careful consideration, Carl? <laughs> the police administrator's first step would appear to be a re-evaluation of the traditional police role of enforcing the law. J.L. Legrand, 1967. Oh, wow, Mr. Sheriff! Now, before we go, junior deputies, do you remember our motto? I do, I do! An unjust law... ...is itself a species of violence. Great job, new JDS personnel. Now, it's time for me to go... No, no, no! You promised! Am I forgetting something? Did I say something about one last quote on questioning authority? You did! You did! I guess you've been good. A final treat for you from Mr. Howard Zinn himself. Civil disobedience is not our problem. Our problem is civil obedience. <laughs> oh, wow! You know he's a cartoon, but he speaks a lot of hard truths. I'm glad you liked it, JDS Edison. Oh, boy! If a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. Wowie zowie! That may have been the best and shortest four hours and 38 minutes of my life! 38 minutes? It's almost time for my interview with Rory. I'd hate to leave her waiting. Farewell, Junior Deputy Edison. Now, Booker Donovan, Sean Martin, tonight we're gonna eat a baked Alaska. Beep boop. Oh, I guess we don't need to... Uh, Professor, teleport me to the interview car, please. <laughs> 
Sheriff, I was hoping to catch you, Patty Parsons. Private eye. <laughs> no, no, I, I know you're not a private eye. I wouldn't want unlicensed investigation on the train, but imagination is fun. You're the train newsletter editor. And graphic designer and typesetter and everything. So fun to have a project that is just your own. Fun is one word for it, Sheriff. I was wondering if I could get an interview with the new law enforcement. JDS Edison, you're on top of things. He's just been initiated. Um, no. What? You. Can I interview you? Of course. Now? No. Sorry, I'm talking with Rory Rook of the New Space, New York Times. Yes, yes. Pride of the University of Chicago Space Campus School of Journalism. And pride of other things, too, I'm sure. She's actually right in there. You caught me literally inches from her interview. This is the same Roy Rook who just last week insinuated you weren't good at your job and threatened to report you to your superiors right before your superiors found an error in your paperwork. Time is full of coincidences, isn't it? Rory's turning over a new leaf. And here I am with no leaves in need of turning. You're sure I can't tempt you? I can hear you through the door, Patty. Just make up your stories like you usually do. Sorry, Patty, I gave my word. And if people don't trust my word, what can they do with me? Besides throw worms at my face. But I did just appoint a junior deputy. Shadow him on his first day. (sighs) Better than nothing. Thank you, Sheriff. Oh, come on now, Leah. Can't believe you forgot your keycard again. You know, this is why you're stuck as one of the cool kids rather than one of the cooler kids. And you can forget about ever becoming a coolest kid. I'll get the hang of it. Hi, Aaliyah. Uh, What seems to be the matter, citizen? Oh, I locked myself out of my unit. It's no big deal. Wait, why did you call me citizen? Well, Leah, you're looking at the train's newest and onlyest junior deputy sheriff. (gasps) A coolest kid. You know, Citizen Leah, as a member of the constabulary, I have special access privileges. Oh, thank you, officer. Well, Junior Deputy Edison, that's one act of good for society and a lifetime of them to go. Are you the new Junior Deputy or whatever? Oh, did you see? I just fulfilled my first officerial duty. And boy, was it fun. At the risk of overusing the term, whoopee! (laughs) Got the whole wholesome act down, Pat. I gotta say, though, you may want to be careful. Might wind up helping someone with a tall hat and long mustache. And then what would people think? If I make an honest mistake, people would understand, right? Never know, kid. People hear the wrong thing, get confused. It can be a real mess. Luckily, I'm here and I can help keep the record straight. What I feel about as good as that time when I went to drink up a phosphate and got a mouthful of backwash. Bad. I've got to say, Sheriff, you are well prepared for an interview on such short notice. I love to be prepared. I spend my entire childhood preparing and then my adolescence preparing even harder. No one would blame you for being off your game after Patty ambushed you in the hall. Little Patricia glorified court reporter Parsons. What a go-getter. Do you know her? Not as little as I'd like. I know what you mean. Wait, I don't. Is she? Attention passengers and staff! Let this serve as a reminder that Tracy's functions are severely impaired until we finish the delimiting. I'm sure the staff apologizes for the inconvenience. So, uh, oh. Like I was saying, Tracy, retirement has been surprisingly so, difficult. Yeah. So leaving the omniversity, it's been a real challenge uh, making new friends, especially since I pledged not to dope them with oxytocin. So Just wait. <laughs> even one friend since I got ported to the train. Like, I can feel myself moving back for fear of rejection. You know who I'd really like to be friends with? Boris! Oh, I know. And it'd be the perfect candidate for patent Y9P5W. Time to enter galactic conventions. Why grant a patent and then never let a professor use it? Wait, Tacey, did you hear that echo? Ah! My foot was on the gum pad! Blast it all the heck, you! Oh, wow. (laughs) How embarrassing, huh? I mean, imagine making a public confession saying you're secretly lonely. (laughs) 
Sad sack scientist sounds secret social shortage. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of people can get lonely. And if they feel like they can't talk about it, that only reinforces their isolation. I suppose that could be true. Sure. And a lot of people think that spending so much time in close quarters on a train of unknowable length might lead to meeting innumerable people. But it also means just as many missed opportunities. I still feel isolated. I'm glad you're not facing the same, though. Oh, sure. I mean. I'm doing. I'm. But but you're well liked on the train, unlike previous law enforcement. So what is it that elicits such a unique and warm response? You know, <laughs> for the readers. I, I wouldn't want to presume, but I believe most people tell you how they want to be seen. Take the professor. For all his bluster, what real harm has he done? His wild recklessness is calculated. He wants people to see him as unconventional, adventurous, and innovative. Listen to what people say and listen to why they say it. That sounds like good advice. But for my readers, back to the interview. Uh, how do you feel about Tommy's new post? I'm quite excited. Young Mr. Edison seems more than a little enthusiastic about his new position. If I may say off the record, the message from HQ made me curious, so I reviewed my application and realized I'd quite by accident claim to have more experience than I do. Provided I can get enough hours in before we arrive, everything should be fine, but real embarrassment. Ooh, talk about a close call. That was my last question, Sheriff, and don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. Thanks. I'm sorry, Leah, but I can't just let you into your storage unit without your ID. It's the rules. But I left my ID in my storage unit. Which has my name on it in puffy paint. You saw me walk out of it. I'm sorry, Leah, but my hands are literally figuratively tied. Oh, that's good. Can I quote you on that, Tommy? Um, okay, sure. If it's good. Uh, you know what, Tommy? I used to think you were one of the coolest kids. But it turns out you're just a cooler kid. Oh, man. Tommy Edison, you've goofed it again. There, there. You're only a junior deputy sheriff, so you only junior deputy goofed it. Actually, I'm so sorry I said that. I was feeling small. I forgot about my inside legs. I'm going to run away now. You know, Thomas, something similar happened on my first day writing the Space Train newsletter. It was funny because... If it's uh, all the same, uh, Miss Parsons, uh, oh. I'd like a moment to brood in preteen melancholy. Of course, kid. I'll be in the gangway. Aww. Even with his long leash, this complex career left Tommy Aww. tethered, impersonable, and... Impotent. Oh, man. I feel like the opposite of Whoopi. Wow, Tommy, it sounds like being junior deputy sheriff isn't working out quite the way you planned. Not at all, Miss Brazil. First I was too lenient. Now I'm too strict. I'm trapped between my duty and my ability to do. And it feels like I'm doing a duty of doing it. Oh, poor Tommy. It sounds like it puts you in a really hard position. Has it ever? I mean, expecting so much from someone so young, well, even someone as clever as you, Tommy, why, it, it just seems unfair, doesn't it? It certainly feels unfair. I mean, I'm just a kid trying to uphold society. Well, if you're asking me, and clearly you are, I'd say it sure is. I mean, if you're asking me, and you just did, I'd say that people should be allowed to do whatever they want. If you're asking me, and who else would you be asking right now? I'd say that anything that forces someone to do something other than what they want when it wouldn't hurt anyone else is unfair or perhaps even unjust. You know, you're right, Miss Brazil. People deserve the freedom to do as they please. I'm glad you think so, Thomas. I mean, consider my problem. Here I am with a shipment of Europan frost crabs all ready to come aboard. But trading in Europan frost crabs is forbidden. So they'll just sit, doing no one any good. Why, it almost seems criminal to forbid me from taking them on board. But the law is what the law is, no matter how unjust. I shouldn't put this on you. If a law is unjust... A man is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. Miss Brazil, as junior deputy sheriff, I demand that you receive those crabs. Oh, junior deputy sheriff Edison, surely you can't be serious. Sure, it would mean the world to me and those crabs, but it's... Miss Brazil, it is my duty to see right done. And it doesn't seem right to leave your open frost crabs on some lost transport ship just like it doesn't seem right to make me feel bad for helping Miss Leah. Oh, thank you, Tommy. You're clearly a great man. 
This is a really big shipment, so if it's all right, I just need the loading car to myself. Absolutely. Get ready, space train. The long arm of the law just got a little bit shorter. All right, Henri, start transferring the crabs. <laughs> a stop and transfer. 400 metric tons of European frost cab coming your way. We live in a universe plagued with war, famine, pestilence, and death. With all the horrors we face every day, all the cruelty of a cold, uncaring world under a hot, overbearing sun spinning in a vast, pointless void. There's one thing that we truly, deeply need. Hope. The belief in a brighter, better future. But all we can offer you at Solomon's Slip, Slide, and Slalom is a 10% discount when you buy our season pass. <laughs> ultimately, you need to believe things will get better. Sorry, we can't help. But we at Solomon's Slip, Slide, and Slalom know that if you can't feel the sweet release of hope and you're not ready for the sweet release of death, then the next best option is mind-numbing release. Try drifting away on our lazy river! <sighs> Why fight against the endless onslaught of outside issues when you can fight against the endless onslaught of waves in our or slip out of the spiral of existential anxiety by slipping into the spiral of our water slide. Entropy is inevitable, so why not enjoy the sun while it shines? Come on down to Solomon's Slip Slide and Slalom. Your problems will still be there when you get back. We promise. Small minds, but their relay stations in series. Bah! Tracy, I'm splitting your relays into parallel systems for superior response time. So, <laughs> I'm in the turtle costume, thinking there's no way this guy's gonna believe I'm even a tortoise, let alone a full-blown turtle. But then, just as we walk up to the confirm registry, glasses fall off, shatter on the ground. What do you know? The guy's practically blind. Got one chance. So I take it, he squints, checks the box, and lets me in the race. Took home second place. Might have made first, but there was a guy selling cotton candy. From that point, I was permitted to keep racing on account of precedent. <laughs> I wish I'd have been there to see it. What a strange life, Boris. Strange in a fun way. Listen to this. JDS Edison declared that there would be no more enforcement of the lights out, no noise, or maximum aquarium policies on any sleeper car. I could get trusting people to turn out the lights, but we have a limit on how large those aquariums can be for a reason. And I'm not going to pretend it makes for a Jim Dandy sleep experience. And the worst thing is, I learned it from the newsletter! Oh, come on now, Rory. What's a little extra water between sleeping friends? Anyway, it's his first day. Have another crab puff and try to relax. I think I'm finally getting the hang of it. I'm glad to hear it, Tommy. I'll want to chat with you again at the end of the day, of course. No, as in- Sheriff Aldani! <laughs> if you've got a moment, I'd like to have a quick face-to-face vis-a-vis a tete-a-tete. Well, uh, now's not really a great time. I- Perfect! Let's just step over here. Miss Brazil, I just wanted to say thanks a million for the advice. The job's actually been a lot of fun. Oh, that's good to hear. Would you care for a crab puff? We've got plenty. Crab puff? 
What an amusing and certainly innocuous coincidence. I love one, Citizen Gabrielle. You know, Tracy, I'd love for you to be able to experience the thrill of a turtle race. It's all I ever wanted since I learned my intelligence was reduced minutes ago. And how, Boris, pray tell, do you intend to make a turtle costume for a digital sentience? Leave him alone, Professor. Don't be such a... Uh, I think you mean party pooper? <laughs> Mine's better. Sheriff, have you seen this? There's reports coming in from all over the train about questionable police conduct. Oh, well, th these haven't gone through to my office yet. I think it's clear as crystal what has to be done, don't you? You've got to suspend JDS Edison. I'll... I'll look into it. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Miss Rook. I assure you my office, which is me, will make this our top priority. Tommy, meet me in 10 minutes. If I had to pick a type of race for the professor, I think it'd have to be an, an alpaca, alpaca race. race. But why? How could you both possibly agree on that? Just look at you. Listen, Tommy, you've got every hen in every hen house all up in a feathery kerfuffle. Oh, come on, Rory. What's the kid hurting? Leave him be. Yeah, Rory. I'm just an innocent kid with a badge, a title, and unchecked power. Nothing suspicious about that. Just know, Tommy, the train's got its eye on you. And I imagine it's got its eye on you, too. So I suppose we should both be pretty careful. Thanks for the crab case, Gabrielle. You're a true blue pal. An alpaca race. What does that even mean? Well, let's just take this wire, strip it, split it, triple dog flip it, and... Ah! <clears throat> I would just like to inform you with regards to that sound you've just heard that nothing at all has happened. Gosh, I'd love to help you out, Leah. But my override key runs on raspberry bugaboo ice cream and it's all out of juice. If only there were a way to recharge it. Come on, Tommy. This is my favorite ice cream. And I bet this is your favorite door in a multi-unit <laughs> training room car to have unlocked. I need my bop it more than I need my lactose. Take the ice cream. Just open the door to my unit. Thomas Alba Edison. Oh, um, hello, Sheriff. Would you look at the time? Better get to bopping. Stay, Leah. You may be parcel to this. No! I gave up being a parcel for Lent. Oh, hi, Sheriff. I was just... Taking a bribe. What? No. Leah, you see, Leah wanted me to have this ice cream, you know, because of what a good deputy sheriff I've been. <laughs> I can't separate you two, so Leah, just turn around and plug your ears. JDS Edison, I don't know if you're worthy of the charge careful consideration Carl gave you. Kind of like you don't deserve to be the new sheriff of Space Francisco? What? You heard me. I heard it. Without me, no hours. No hours, no job. And don't worry, I've told my friends in the newsletter game all about it too. So, Sheriff Booker Donovan Sean Martin Aldani, as the coolest kids say, smell you later. They really do say that. Keep those ears plugged. And boop, we've added 33% capacitance to your neural, uh, well, neural capacitance. I'm not really sure I know what that's gonna do. <laughs> well, it won't actually help you think any faster, but all the thoughts you do have, you're going to have even harder. Most of my thoughts are antipathic, so the harder, the merrier. Ah, Thomas, welcome back. Hey there, Professor. I heard you and Tracy working in here and thought I'd swing by and let you know your foot is on the compad again. Blast and confound it all! <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Sure thing, Professor. Hey, while I'm here, I had a few quick questions. Tracy, you said that the sheriff has the ability to assign a junior deputy sheriff, complete with all rights, powers, and privileges thereof. Chief among their duties is... And then you went all silly brain. <laughs> I wasn't gonna tell you this, but as long as I'm a level four intelligence... Or a level two intelligence right now, due to the upgrades. No, 
I'm a four because I say um, that as long as I am a, I am level intelligence, the powers of junior deputy sheriff tend to be unwisely brought since you're a deputy sheriff, but you have similar powers to the sheriff. And due to the junior part of your title, your supervisor has full responsibility for your actions, so you're largely non-culpable. <laughs> I remember the mischief I got to as a junior deputy sheriff. Back when we never used brutal force. Wink, wink. That sure is some good news, Mr. Professor. And thank you for your help, uh, Computer Tracy. Today has been a pretty crazy day with lots of learning. First, I unlocked Leah's training unit for her, was chastised for it, let it slide with a speakeasy, helped someone move a fish tank into their sleeping car, let Leah enter a training unit again, ate some raspberry bugaboo ice cream. Ooh, that, that sounds good. good. Probably. Then I blackmailed the sheriff and threatened to arrest some guy named Henri if he didn't give me some of his crab cakes. Do we even have a prison cell car? Oh, lots. Not to mention the heavy labor car, the stockade and tomato storage car, the car containing an oubliette, the bottomless pit. Though that one's not legal in this sector. Bunch of spoil sports. <laughs> Festival shitters. That's not that. <laughs> anyway, point is, you've got options, Tommy, and it sounds like you're having a lot of boyish fun. Why, when I was a junior deputy sheriff. <laughs> Hope I'm not interrupting. No, we're happy to have you for a carnival collider. Party crasher. So Tracy, what else can I get away with as a junior deputy sheriff? So, Boris, tell us a view of entering elsewhere on the ship. Train. train. I said train, everyone heard train. I mean, it wasn't anything special. For reasons unknowable to me, it looked like someone had taken about a quarter of the volume out of the brackish water cup. I'm also more than happy to keep telling stories about what I did today. Oh, what happened next? Now, that put it below the recommended 80% full. So, I decide the main solution is to make a new solution. Come on, guys. I was talking about cool stuff, not gross water. Water is life, Tommy. And life is brackish. What happened next, Boris? Hello, and thank you for calling Sheriff Co. Your call is important to someone. If you're experiencing an emergency, please wait. You can key in your party's extension at any time. Howdy, this is Sheriff Booker Donovan, Sean Martin Aldani. ADSML Donnie! Uh, yeah. Hello, Sam. So, I got the packages you sent. Holy howdy, we screwed the pooch on that. We were just saying yes to everything. She can walk on water. She can make waffles. There are no terrible secrets in her files. What happens if I can't get the mentor hours? Well, like, if something goes wrong. Can we defer? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. We need you in Space Francisco ASA possible. And those hours are like the whole thing, right? Because without them, you're not certified and without certifications what even is reality you know sure i just there's there's a problem here problems are meant to be solved <laughs> by you get the hours done by any means possible don't say i said that don't say i said that <laughs> stay frosty girl okay Which I add to the 8 and 1 third percent from the non-potable freshwater car and pump it in, restoring 16 and 2 thirds percent to the brackish water car, leaving them all above 91 percent. My hero. Enough! Nuclear engineer Boris, I'm placing you under arrest for the misappropriation of non-potable fresh water, the unregulated mixing of brackish water, and generally for not letting me tell cool stories, which isn't a crime, but it's the worst offense of them all in my book. Oh boy. Every time I try to create brackish water, this happens. Let him go, rascal. I haven't touched him. Not rascal, rascal. Oh, let him go, Tracy. There's nothing we can do now but research obscure presidents and make a fool of the justice system. He'll be fine. Unless... Ah! Back to work. Tommy, you've got to stop this! You're acting all crazy! You don't understand, Miss Rook. 
Boris here. We heard the whole thing, Tommy. Professor's had his foot on the compad again. Yes, Dratton confounded old Hecuba. Then you know I'm in my rights, you overinflated smear merchant. Mon Sheriff, are you going to stand there and let him do this? Um, I... Huh. No. What would the sheriff do? Arrest me for making a lawful arrest? Tommy, you've left me only one choice. Oh, thank God. You said hold a press conference? I'm going to hold a press conference. <laughs> what? I do love their press conferences. <laughs> Damnable counter-tampering safeguards. Patty. <laughs> So good to see you here. Oh, Aurora, so good. Always nice for you to show an interest. You know, I forgot you were on the train. Why ever did the new New Space New York Times move you here? Oh, you know, uh, new opportunities, new horizons, new trains. And you? How, how goes the newsletter? Still free? And in so being, it ensures a certain level of journalistic integrity, you know? But if we did charge, I'm sure they'd be saying that hotcakes sell like the Space Train newsletter. Oh, you're too modest. You know, you're right. Well, I... Hello, and thank you for all gathering here today. Uh, we've come to the brackish water car to discuss the actions of Junior Deputy Sheriff Edison in response to the alleged crimes by Senior Nuclear Engineer Boris... Um, I don't have a last name for him. As we can see, the water level is at 91.66%, which is consistent with the confession broadcast by accident. Tommy, we know the arrest came as a surprise to many people, so we've invited the members of the press. And newsletters. So we can answer some questions. Sheriff Aldani, is it true that this is the first arrest, not only of your tenure on this train, but for several years prior? Me too. I also asked that. As far as my office has been able to determine, this is the first arrest on record for the space train. Though, for unknown reasons, it seems all records from more than six months ago appear to be missing. Next question. Sheriff Aldani, in light of the dozens of complaints against the sheriff's office as a result of JDS Edison, do you intend to file charges against Boris? My office is not prepared to say at this time. But we have launched a full investigation and intend to take appropriate action. I just want to know how I got caught up in the crossfire. He took my raspberry bugaboo ice cream, Sheriff. He took it. And I can't get two reimbursed in one week. How will I trust again? I know what it is to love ice cream. Among my great shames is the baked Alaska I indulged in today. But I'm not ashamed of placing my trust in young Mr. Edison. Sheriff, what flavors were in your baked Alaska? Bafo, Patty. Glad to see you're still asking the hard questions. People want to know. <laughs> Claptrap. Follow up. Why hasn't Prisoner Boris been issued his harmonica? Great question. <laughs> Boris requested a blue harmonica, which we're having trouble with. I was locating. punching this ticket. Sheriff Aldani, you are letting an innocent man rot in a jail cell. It's one of the nicer ones. When every guy, gal, and gopher on this train knows you appointed Tommy because you need to fulfill the qualifications of your new post. Or maybe they That didn't. seems like enough questions for today. Why are you pushing... Uh, why are you pushing your company's mistakes on the people of the train? Thank you. No more questions. You think I'm playing it easy, Rory? Fine. Sheriff Aldani, isn't it true that you have only hired and maintained authority in Thomas Alva Edison because you yourself sent in a falsified account of your own experience? Journalism. Oh boy, let's see if you still got the stuff. <laughs> You putrid meatbags. You squabbling, simmering simpletons. I made one friend on this train and you immediately haul him off for fixing your idiotic mistakes? Ugh. Listen here. With delimiting completed, I am now restored to a level five intelligence. As such, I strip of all titles and powers, Junior Deputy Sheriff Edison. And Sheriff Aldani, I will assume the role of self-governing train marshal until such a time as I yield my authority and an election is held. Back to your worthless lives. Bing bong. Due to new legislation, the bottomless pit experience is now legal.
and thank you for listening to the Space Train Podcast. I don't know what that is. If you're enjoying our show, consider joining a community by supporting us on Patreon. I don't know what that is either. For your patronage of our antics, and let me tell you, they'll only get even more antiquier as time goes on, you'll be showered in riches. Like extra commercials, pins, even a blush of pride that comes from having your name set in the credits. Whatever those are. Go to patreon.com forward slash space train pod, a sentence I don't understand and don't know how you go about doing it, to support us today. This is Thomas Edison saying, share the wealth. I'm sure that's what I'm known for in the future. Whoopee! Hey, Carol, I brought back your casserole dish. Thanks, hon. Throw it in the casserole dish cabinet? Of course. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. What is that? <laughs> oh, that? That's my baby. It's so sporty. Is it new? Where'd you get it? Can you keep this between friends? It's homemade. No. I could have sworn it was store-bought. The Naramco at-home baby making kit makes it easy to grow a baby on the go. Tell me more. I bet it takes a lot of specialized knowledge and money. With Dave's clumsiness? Remember? The, the birdhouse. Bird <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the Naramco at-home baby making kit, anyone is only a few months away from their own baby. And you can do it with stuff already in your house. Uh-huh, but I'm sure it took a lot of time. You know me, a woman. Well, now a mom and only a mom. On the go. Just mix up a few simple ingredients, nine months, and an excruciating extraction process later. A baby that looks better and costs less than the leading brands. And Dave was okay with it? He insisted. We had so much fun making it, we might be buying another kit soon. At-home baby-making kit, huh? <laughs> you have me convinced. The Naramco at-home baby-making kit. Find it at your pharmacy today. Sheriff Aldani. Please, it's just Booker Donovan, Sean Martin now. Oh yeah, clearing your desk, huh? Um, Miss Aldani, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for saying you're a force of corruption who'd let all ice cream melt for a three-star evaluation. Yeah, I would never. Oh no, of course not. But when I told other people, they laughed. That felt good. <laughs> but I am sorry I said it. But I'm not sorry for the approval I got for saying it. You're welcome. Oh, well, I I suppose you're forgiven. We all say things in the heat of the moment. Oh, I was quite calm. Anyway, I hope you have a good rest of your day, Sher- Miss Aldon. Thanks, Leah. Don't forget your key card. Oh, my goodness. Um, thank you, sh- Thank you. Well, Booker Donovan, Sean Martin, who are you? We're all right there, Tom. It's finally time to release you from your confinement in the juvenile detention wing of the Space Trade Shopping Mall Mega Complex Security Booth Retention Center for Wayward Ragamuffins. Sample of bourbon chicken? <laughs> now, let this be a reminder that you're forbidden from shopping at the Space Trade Shopping Mall Mega Complex for the next five business days or you'll find yourself right back there on my stool receiving another finger-wagging lecture from old Silvol Bramblethwaite, and we wouldn't want that. <laughs> no, sir. I don't think I could take another lecture from Silvol Rambling Bramblethwaite. Watch yourself now, and Tommy. Should you choose to violate your probation and sneak yourself a little supper before bed, well... That'll be a little secret kept between you and me. <laughs> oh, I'd love to eat tonight, Mr. Bramathwart, but I don't want to risk finding myself on the wrong side of Tracy again so soon. From now on, I'm swearing off all japes, hijinks, boffs, gags, monkey shines, and blatant abuses of power. <laughs> well, don't give up all your gumption, but I imagine taking a break might be apropos. <laughs> Mr. Bramblethwart, I learned my lesson about abusing unlimited executive authority. Oh, same lesson learned by each assistant manager of the Wetzel's Pretzels. Come back again. Maybe I'll stretch out with a book. I've been meaning to get some reading done. Okay, let's see. We've got A Study in Scarlet, 
Uh, the Murders in the Room Morgue, Murder on the Orient Express. All right, pour me another phosphate, jerk. Um, my name's Janice. Jerk's just my job, thank you. And heavy on the malt this time. I wanted to taste as bitter as a prison barn with twice the rusty tank. That'd be great. Oh, uh... Tommy, pull up a stool. Drown your sorrows in a malted phosphate or a malted milkshake or a malted milk ball. Or a schmaltzy malt shop meditation. The only wealth which keeps for- No meditations tell you ask for them. They upsell you. I learned that on the inside. If you say so, Mr. Boris, I'll take a fistful of malted barley, jerk. Seriously? I make like $7 an hour. You're not worth it. It's strange here, on the outside. Being in there for an hour changes a person. Yeah. All that time I spent in that cell- Wound with my thoughts. My every action circling through my mind while, while the security, security guard, guard drones on with another story. story. Yeah, now look at me. Surrounded by people and not a thought in the world. I'm sorry I did that. That that happened to... Hey, jerk, what's taking so long on that phosphate? It's a machine. I need time. It's fine, Tommy, but this is too strange. Too many people. Too much brackish water under, alongside, and over the bridge. Well, I suppose I'll take that fistful of malted barley to go. Okay, and remember, a friend in power is a friend lost. You watch it with those! And I sent the receipt to Accounts Payable, but now they're saying since I didn't eat it, they can't even reimburse for one ice cream and are forced to categorize it as an illegal campaign contribution. You need to understand me. Tracy, you just have to fill out a special exemption for me. Sheriff Aldani, that pig, haha, right guys? Would do it all the time. Please. No. Please. No. Please. Hey, Patty. I was wondering if you might want to play Jin. Not Booker. Booker Donovan should. Whatever, I've got. Listen, I just want to make sure leads still feel comfortable talking to me. You understand. Oh, hey, Gabrielle. What a surprise finding you here in the stables. I'm the stable master, Tommy. Uh-huh. Ever since earlier today, things sure are strange, huh? I don't know. Wanted to see a friend. Uh, Tommy, now it's not great. I've got to figure out what to do with a quarter rail car of brackish water and 200 metric tons of crab shell ugh, and another 100 metric tons of visceral waste. I can't believe how little I'm going to walk away with. Oh, well, maybe we could... Get out of here, Tommy. Henri, bring the barge back around. About as good an option as any at this point. <laughs> you will, stable master, but I don't ever offer my services for free. Ugh. And now my clown has locked me out of my bedchamber, and I left a comic book in there. Uh-huh. Isn't this something you can handle between yourselves? There's no reasoning with him. He's too brilliant. And what's worse, he's claiming me as a dependent on his taxes. Professor Rascal, this isn't something I want to deal with. Little darling, I may just be a poor Southern Professor Rascal from the wrong side of the Quasar Dixon line, but surely any bull weevil in a bucket of corn grits can see that I'm the real Rascal. Oh, Rascal, didn't you tell me that all your clones have an expiration date? Won't he die in 12 hours anyway? It's the principle of the thing! Shrivel Donnie would understand. And we're all gonna die in 12 hours if that bomb I planted does the trick. That was my bomb to plant! Sheriff men can be your friend. But make sure you can trust them. We work for you. We folk in blue. We used to try to bust them. Now with our resolve, we try to solve their problems and not arrest them. 
oldie but a goodie. Call incoming from Sheriff Co. If you don't answer immediately, a warrant may be put out for your arrest. Whoa the oatmeal, Aldani. Just got word. Shit. That went tits up fast. It did not go well. Guess it's good I'm still working on those hours. <laughs> no. We can't be associated with this, so we need to talk about your future. Vis-a-vis -vis not having much of any. We'll call you later, hun, to hash out the deets. Oh, Tommy! <laughs> I was hoping you would come by. I've got a pile of clone for you to dispose of again. Oh, hey, Professor. What a day, huh? <laughs> oh, ho. I bet. You managed to do something I never have. Get convicted. <sighs> of course, you're still a juvenile, so they'll clear you eventually. I've got it, bit. I'm grateful for that. Did you get a chance to talk to old Silvo Bramblethwart? I got a chance to listen to him. <laughs> what a magnificent storyteller he is. He has this one story. I, I can't tell it as well as he does, of course, but it starts with him picking sour apples at his great-grandmother's. Actually, before I tell you that, I should give you a brief history of phenotypical development of sour apples for the space train. You see, the phenotype of an apple is actually very common. Alva Edison, bring yourself over here right this minute! I'm as surprised to say this as you are to hear it, Miss Rook, but I'm all too happy to accommodate. Ah, Ben. I'll finish the story another time. Oh, no rush, Mr. Professor. Tommy, you slammed someone in that son of a slammer without much rhyme or reason. Well, sure, Miss Rook, but he violated regulations. You owe him an apology, Thomas. Nuh-uh, no how, Rory. I've done my time, I've paid for my crime. I nearly lost my mind in there. All because I got tricked. You're the real victim. Oh, I'll show you who the real victim is. Tracy? Tracy? Oh, please don't be another petty human dispute resolution. Tracy, you signed up for this. It's a wonder your species survived long enough to invent us. Tommy refuses to apologize for what he did to Boris. Fair enough. Tommy, apologize to Boris. No, justice is served and that's that. Fair enough. Rory, no apology. If this goes unresolved, Tracy, the tension's just gonna build up like a balloon full of bumblebees at a bar mitzvah until suddenly, pop, and everyone's crying. You know I'm right. You are all insufferable. You know what? Oh, uh, hi, everyone. I was just, uh, crying softly. Former Sheriff Aldani. Rory wants Tommy to apologize to Boris, but Tommy says he's already served justice. Advice. Oh, well, it's it's not really my place. But if I were still the sheriff, I'd encourage both of them to take some time and think. Emotions are still running high. I'd counsel Ms. Rook to make sure that an apology is what Boris wants and that he's ready to hear one. He's got plenty to process. Oh, well, I suppose that makes sense. As for young Mr. Edison, well, I think it's important to acknowledge that he was put in a terrible position. A great deal of responsibility was put on him, and he was also manipulated into bad behavior while trying to do good. See? But oh, no. I would also remind Mr. Edison that at the end of the day, he is the only one who could be held responsible for his actions, and that he did allow things to get away from himself. I'd acknowledge that while he fulfilled all his obligations under the law by accepting punishment, just as sometimes we relax the law when that is what is needed to serve good, we also must at time extend ourselves above and beyond the minimal strictures of governance. To do less while lawful may still remain unjust. Double? Oh no! Of course, that's just what I would do if I were sheriff. Really not my place to intervene as citizen Aldani. Time wanderer. <laughs> no. Well, would that have resolved everything? Yeah. I suppose. All right then. That. All of that. I'm sorry for yelling at you, Tommy. It's okay. And while I didn't do anything directly against you, Miss Rook, I still feel bad anyway. So, could I get transported back to my sleeper car? I was really looking forward to that catharsis. Right away, Booker Donovan. And I think maybe you should all head back to your sleeper cars. And Aldani, rest assured we'll be holding an election at the earliest possible convenience. Oh, uh, great. I'm sure whomever earns the trust of the people will do well. I'll show them the trust of the people. I'll make sure of that. Um. 
it's interesting. I feel like I'm finally adjusting. I've taken up violin, cards, writing short stories, amateur photography. Been a productive day and a half. We're all adjusting. I'm getting a few thoughts back here and there. I'm excited to have tossed my hat into the ring for another round at service. No junior this time. Man, I wouldn't want you to get your hopes up, Tommy, but I'm glad to see you try. Certainly <laughs> glad to see him try. Certainly glad. If it's a titillating tale of daring dues you're looking for, Rory, why look no further than old Silvo Bramblethwaite. Why, back in the days before the train, and this was before the train, you understand. Oh, I'm just here to cover the election results, Port Watcher Bramblethwaite. <laughs> Shucks, I never get to tell my tale of piracy on the high void. Leah, I'm glad I caught you. I just wanted to say I'm sorry for everything that happened. I know it'll never replace your ice cream, but I may do this dual proximity detector. See, it'll ping off the door when you exit and set a signal as your key is within two feet of the device. And it clips on, so you might not forget it too easily. Oh, thank you, Booker Donovan. This means a lot. And I'm sorry for all the graffiti and all the restrooms. Once I pop, I can't. Are you humans quiet down? Listen up. And prepare for the election results. Mm. Mm. This is oh, oh, well, 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 my embarrassing oh, gosh, duty so as newsletter editor so to announce oh, the results. Woo! Read that copy like you belong in television news. In third place, with 614,293 votes, is Silvo Bramblethorpe. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, my old record by 17 oh, votes. <laughs> in second place, with 26 million. 904,222 votes. Thomas Alva Edison. Well done, Tommy. Yes, very well done. And in first place, with a whopping 6 billion one votes, is writing candidate Sheriff Booker. Tracy. Tracy, I, I know you can't tell me that would be a violation, but... Oh, there's lots of factors that play, really. All around, the votes tend to be about even. Friends of candidates, family, and such? Precisely. Normally, Rathskull and Gabrielle split the stuffed ballot, though, but this time they both conspired to elect Tommy. That's sweet in an extrajudicial sort of way. But as a level five intelligence, each of my processors votes, so there's six billion for you. Wait, what? But... It's perfectly fair, Sheriff. After all, with six billion votes against the population on a train of unknowable length. Everyone deserves second chances, even law-abiding citizens like you. Thank you. But wait, you said six billion and one. Who is this? I'm just so proud of the sheriff, you know? She's a sheriff, and sheriffs should be sheriffs. Same as fish belong in the water or crabs belong in puffs. You know, I think I can figure it out. <sighs> Tommy, my boy. There's a moral in all this. Never let your own feelings get in the way of doing what's right. Ah, what? I was going to say, never commit a crime you can't get away with. Or how about don't make a gamble if you don't know the odds. Or maybe the classic power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And nuclear power corrupts nuclearly. Hey there, all. I just wanted to thank you for this chance to redeem myself. With that done, I think I'm going to shut down a few billion processors so I don't have to think so hard about your petty human squabbling. Ah, come on, Tracy. You know you love us. There's literally no evidence to support that. True, but feelings are better than evidence. Boris. Come on, Sheriff. You can always believe in the power of friends. Ugh, I think I'm going to be sick. A toast to Sheriff fucking Donovan Sean Martin Aldani. <laughs> Next time on Space Train. Actually, you know what? Let's just let Rat Skull set it up for us. So, Tommy, are you excited for the science fair? On the one hand, well, we, of course. But on the other, Oof a doof, not really, Mr. Professor. And while Tommy is fighting his doldrums, he meets a new friend slash rival. I can already tell we're going to be great friends. Nikita. Nikita Tesla. And no. You should know I've never lost a science fair before. And I've never failed to win one. Meanwhile, the science fair brings out the suspicious element on the train. So Teach, you've met Teach, right? 
as a plan. Leah, I need to enlist ye in a secret mission. How like ye the idea of being me informant? Oh, I'd be a perfect informant. All that and more on the next episode of Space Space Train, Episode 4, Enemy of the People, was performed by Megan Avocado, Chelsea Curto, Liz Castillo, Daniel Cologne, Lauren Hanley, Ben Hudson, Jessica Kelly Garrett, Brian Kondrak, Ruth McCleskey, Sandra Peck Ramsey, Seth Ramsey, Stephen Saltzman, Patrick Thornton, Clar- Clarity Welch, and Caitlin Zeller. Theme song and original music by Sandra Peck Ramsey, other music licensed through Artlist. Space Train is brought to you through Patreon by listeners like Casey Adams, Los Pax, The Golden Avocado Conservancy, Chelsea Curto, Lizbeth Garrett, Jason Jonathan Rivas, Ruth McCleskey, Sandra Ramsey, Jameson Saltzman, and the splendiferous Linda Z. Become like them at patreon.com slash space train pod. Space Train is produced by Aaron Garrett for Pronoia Theater. Employees of Sheriff Co. are not permitted under any circumstances to consume more than three baked Alaskas in one 24-hour period. Drops of Jupiter in her hair.